welcome to Fireside Chats on the Young Mind. I'm Alexandra Dutton, the Program Director of Old Firehouse School in Lafayette, and please forgive me, I have a little bit of a scratchy throat, and I'm here with Madison Montoya, who is a preschool teacher here at Old Firehouse School in Lafayette also, and we are going to talk today about gratitude. Because it's Thanksgiving and the holidays are coming up, it's just something we think more about around this time of year, even though gratitude is the muscle that we should all develop year-round and not just during the holidays. But the holidays do offer special opportunities to help all of us build our feelings of positivity and thankfulness. So the areas we live in, our, our children tend to be very lucky. They have a lot of things. They have homes, they have food, they have shelter, they have people who love them, and they have a lot to be grateful for. But of course, the thing is that all of us become very used to those things. We take a lot of those things for granted. So how do we help children feel grateful? How do we build that feeling in them and help them understand that they are very fortunate to have so much of what they have, especially right now after all the fires that have been burning all over California. And Madison's going to talk to us because she just recently did a project on gratitude with a group of three and four-year-olds. So Madison, tell me a little bit about why gratitude is important at all. The important thing about gratitude is that it blocks negativity. It blocks toxic emotions like envy and resentment and regret and people are more stress resilient and it strengthens social ties and self-worth. So when children can practice gratitude, they're more likely to feel positive emotions rather than negative ones. Right. Their brain starts to focus on the positive and things that are good in their life and around them instead of focusing on what seems to be the more natural thought process for most people in our culture to focus on negative and what we don't have and what is hard. So in the project that you did, which was a thank you project, what are some of the ways that you help children work on developing this, you know, really, it can be kind of a skill, a way of looking at the world differently through the lens of being grateful for things. The main thing we did was just talking about what we were thankful for and sort of it needed to become a routine and a muscle to build. So we played different games that all just had them reflecting back of about what they were thankful for, what they had that they really appreciated. And sometimes that's as simple as what's your favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, you were mentioning a little bit about a game that involved different colored craft sticks, I think. Right. So each stick color was assigned a theme to be grateful for, like what what toy are you grateful for? What person in your family are you grateful for? So they would close their eyes and pick a stick and whatever color it was, they knew what color that represented and what they needed to say that they were grateful for in terms of what theme or what genre. And so it helps them in a lot of ways to focus specifically on being grateful for a person or being grateful for an object versus just kind of a general Yeah, because sometimes that can be too overwhelming Mm -hmm. to think of anything in the whole wide world that they could be grateful for. It gives them something to focus on, which helps three and four-year-olds. Right, because, yeah, they're very much egocentric, so they don't often think about those things. Right, right. Did you see a difference in how your children were after the project? I saw 
more of a difference about a month or so after, mainly, when I saw them interacting more with the younger children that started the next year. Mm -hmm. And helping them with certain things on the playground and being a little more understanding when the younger kids couldn't always remember the rules and reminding them how to play safely. Oh, wow. Which was pretty cool. So it's not even just that they were being grateful for for things that were very obvious to them. It also, in some ways, kind of built that compassion for other mm-hmm. people. Yeah, it, I think it really did build empathy. Wow. Which helped. Well, that's amazing. And now a quick break to remind Old Firehouse School families about our concierge services. Are you more likely to enjoy the holidays if you have time to prepare for events, shop and entertain? In this busy Bay Area, parents always need a little extra time and teachers always need a little extra money. What if there is a way to provide both this holiday season? Announcing Old Firehouse School's concierge service. We have negotiated a partnership with local service professionals for our parents and teachers. When parents purchase meal services, house cleaning, or photography from one of our vendors, a percentage of the service fees go to your child's teacher. Old Firehouse School charges nothing for administration. There are many benefits, but specifically, one, you'll gain quality time for yourself and your family. Two, your teacher receives extra money. And three, your child is more likely to keep his or her primary caregiver. Why not give a gift to yourself and your child's teacher this holiday? You can even order services as a gift for your friends, neighbours or relatives. Take a look at the service offerings on our website's concierge programme page. And now back to the podcast. There are so many ways to help children develop this skill of gratitude and help us too, because it is very easy for us as adults to move through life and just not stop and and just talk about things that we are very grateful for, or else we only do it at Thanksgiving or something like that. So there's a couple of different games that we play at my house that help with children just thinking about gratitude more uh, regularly. Um, one, one game we play is called Roses and Thorns. And so Roses and Thorns is um, where everybody gets a chance to share something that made them happy, something that was a good thing that happened to them that day. And then everybody shares one bad thing. So there's a thorn that they'll show too. And the metaphor, obviously, is that you know, life can have beautiful moments, but they also are going to have some, you know, prickly ones too. And that's just part of life and getting the chance to recognize that that's normal and that uh, that's just a daily thing. Another game we really like is playing high, low Buffalo, which is similar to Roses and Thorns. A high is a good thing. The low is not a, a not great thing. And then Buffalo can just be a random thing that for some reason, kids just like the idea of buffalo because it's so random. And, and and the buffalo can be a, you know, my teacher wore a green dress today or I had spaghetti for lunch and, um, you know, it's, it's something very random, but it just can be something else that they want to share. Um, so talking about it is just important. Just getting used to the idea of building that into, you know, a good night routine or a dinner routine. Just being grateful for the, the little things and the big things as well. The other thing I wanted to say was that it's interesting how often the things that we're teaching the children are important reminders for us to do. Right. 
Because it's so easy to just sort of like, okay, this is my plan. We're working. The kids need to focus on this and the kids need to do this. And it's like, oh, wait, am I actually doing that on a day-to-day basis? Am I focusing on what I'm grateful for? So it's it was important for me to participate in all of the gratitude projects and activities that we did and, and also model it for them so that they knew what it could look like. I mean, it's like when we had our mindfulness podcast, my Lisa and Catherine were saying the same things. Like if you're not yourself practicing it, there's only so far you can go and that your children can go. But when you're really part of it with them, it really can change and shift your way of seeing the world. And there's there's all sorts of little gratitude calendars I've seen online as well that each day is, you know, talk about somebody you're grateful for. So like medicine, like your popsicle stick game, mm-hmm. like or think about someone who was kind to you or another day, think of something you did that was kind for somebody else. So it can, again, help children to look at the very many ways that we are all positively affecting each other. One of the other things that came out of the project was when I started asking them why we say thank you. And at first, it, it, there was a bit of an evolution of figuring out, like, I say it because I'm told to. And <laughs> that's what my mom and dad told me. Right. right that's, that's what grownups tell me to do. And if I don't want to be in trouble, then <laughs> I will say it. And then it started changing when I asked how it makes you feel and how you think it makes a, f- a friend feel. Um, and it literally turned to love. That was the word that they kept they they said it made them feel happy it makes a friend feel happy and I do it because I love them and that was just like oh my goodness (laughs) well that's really important I mean that's again we don't think a lot about why we say thank you but when you get down to it it's because you want to show appreciation for the other person and and that you want them to know that you appreciate it, not just because, you know, it's muscle memory that we're supposed to say it. Right. Not because you have to, but because you care. Right. That is really be- And that your three and four-year-olds got that message. I know. That's That's really special. So, so what a wonderful gift that you gave to them. Yay. So thank you, Madison, for being such a great teacher and for caring so much to share this with the children. Thanks and for asking me to talk about it. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know why it didn't occur to us this sooner. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone have a very safe holiday. And thank you so much for listening to Fireside Chats on the Young Mind brought to you by Old Firehouse School. And subscribe and please share these podcasts with your friends and family. And and tell us if there's any, if there are any other topics you'd ever want to hear about. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Madison. Thank you.